Hey, this is Mike. Hey, this is Kaz, and you are listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. You have made it to episode 115. They said they said it couldn't be done. I think I've said that a lot of times, actually, for a lot of the episodes. I feel like I've been saying that since, like, episode 9. They said it couldn't be done. Dad. Definitely episode 10. I might have said that. <laughs> I'll, I'll go listen back today. <laughs> but just welcome. You were listening to Two Broke Watch Knobs. Michael, what is up? What is up? I miss you. How are you? How are you? You? I'm I'm doing well. Probably gonna experience a little bit of cabin fever. You snowed soon. snowed in. Are you snow are you Edward Snowden? Snowden? Snowden. Snowden. Snowden, Snowden like Snowden. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. We had like crazy, crazy snowfall last night and uh it was um it was a lot of fun. It's gonna be crazy going outside today. Why are you going outside? Don't, I mean, don't go outside. What do you? What do you have to go outside for? Well, I still want to live. You know, I want to get some fresh air. I can't. I can't stay inside for that long. Crack a window. Even, even, crack, crack a window and, stay, and, and, and stick your head out. Going outside sucks, man. All right. Even, even on days I I work from home, I try to at least like take a walk. Oh, that's true. Same. Um, if the if, and that's that's been the case since we worked together because we used to value our 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 walks through the uh, industrial. <laughs> Hialeah. <laughs> I I have very fond memories this of the smell of concrete dust. Concrete dust just <laughs> filling the air. That smell will always remind me of of working in that fucking joint over in like fucking Hialeah or it was like Doral or Medley, all that fucking area down there, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That shit's funny as hell though, man. But yeah, glad glad you're okay with the snow. You're in like Seattle. You got you said just before we jumped on air, you got like seven inches of snow. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I, there's a really good spot where I can I can take the uh, take the measurement. So it, it it looks between six or seven. Dude, get some uh, get some watch shots, man. Got a, a Baird Brown who did our uh, did a review of the Alpina Sea uh, Strong on the website has a gorgeous shot of that watch in like snow. I'm I'm, I'm like yeah. super in love with it. Like to go and go and do some snow shots, man. Yeah, if I don't freeze, maybe I can do that. <laughs> <laughs> What watch would be good to to shoot in the snow? Oh, the Doxa. The Doxa would, see would be pretty pretty sweet. Just the contrast between all the white and everything. That's so cool. I could see that. Um, let me see here. Uh, we should okay. So we should probably talk to you about what this episode is about. So um, this episode we're returning to one of our beloved series. This is, I think, technically the first segment we ever. I, I think episode one was the first mm-hmm. part of this segment, right? Yeah, I actually have to. I don't even know what part this is. I don't know. Um, Seven, we, <laughs> six, five. I don't know. We've done a few of these segments before, but basically, this is episode one fifteen, part whatever. We'll figure it out, and you guys will see it in the show, in like the show title. But um, affordable vintage watches, part to be determined, because there have been a few of these episodes before. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're prepared. We're, we're prepared. prepared. It's fine. It's totally fine. We're all here together. But the, um, we're professionals. It's it's. Uh, I'm, I'm wearing. I'm 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 wearing pajamas. I'm I'm a professional. But it's one of those segments I think we've done probably the most, and I love it because it's so versatile. So we've done different forms of the affordable vintage watch show. We've done affordable vintage digital watches. I think we've done like dive watches. You know what I mean. Um, mm-hmm. I think this episode is the first time we're kind of doing affordable vintage odds and ends, affordable vintage kind of freestyle, where we're basically going to be scouring eBay, I guess, in real time and just kind of 
talking about cool affordable vintage things we see as we're searching around we have some i have some ideas of what i think i want to talk about i think you have some ideas as well but i think it's gonna be a pretty fun episode overall yeah you know i agree <clears throat> um what was i gonna say oh man i've been can i tell a story you can tell a story i have been waiting this is your show i have been no this is your show i'm just here to clean the floors afterwards you know that i have been <laughs> waiting to tell this story ever since it happened to me so um so you guys know i live i live right next to disney and <clears throat> i go to disney all the time and disney is um, over in orlando walt disney world so so disney is wonderful because it is it is like the rain sump of humanity all of the horrible bits of everyone you've ever met somehow end up in disney world and so it's a wonderful place to people watch because people are mm-hmm. usually at their worst like kids are screaming dads are yelling you know moms are frowning it's all 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 god's rich tapestry of horrible humanity is visible uh here in disney <laughs> you know but every now and then you do see someone who's genuinely having a magical time and that's the whole that's the disney dream and so i actually saw a family recently having a magical time but as most things you know magic never lasts and so i was able to witness is true to the true sense of Greek tragedy. I was able to witness the rise and the fall of this family's magic, and so um, I, oh was, I was. I was. It was perfect. I was, I was, I was leaving. I was leaving um, uh, Magic Kingdom, so I'm walking through Main Street. Main Street is right by the entrance, and so it's just the funnel. It's just the, the the funnel for all these people. And so I'm walking in the distance. I see a family, probably my age. So like I'm I'm 31 or 32. I always forget. So like early 30s. Um, it's a mom, it's a dad, and two kids. The kids are, it's like perfect. The kids like are like two years apart, it's like two and four. Dad's holding one kid, mom's holding one kid, and they're all just like, they're all just laughing. It looks like an advertisement. They're all just, just laughing, and like, <laughs> I can't hear what they're saying because I'm still too far, but we're just walking towards each other. But it's that sort of like social, familial synergy, synergistic bliss where you know no matter what you say, whatever joke you say, everyone's going to laugh. You know what I'm saying? You ever have those yeah. like moments when you're with people? You're like, dude, I'm on, I'm on fire. You know, <laughs> the entire family was on fire, and so the mom says something, they all laugh, and the kids are laughing, and they're holding the kids, blah blah blah. And then I start to get within earshot, and that's when things kind of, kind of had a downturn. Okay, got weird. <laughs> that's where they. That's, I, I said yes. That's where things got a little weird. Um, so uh, just before I got into earshot, the the dad had said something, and then right when I was in earshot, I heard the mom's. Uh, the mom's response. Her response was basically, ha, says the guy who likes to wear my heels in the bedroom. Wow. Top of her voice, yelling. In the middle of Main Street, the dad stopped laughing. (laughs) 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 But the mom was expecting like a was expecting the 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 air, like like the levity of the situation to be continued, like, oh ha ha ha, you're funny. Some things spouses she be she became the kid at the pool party that that started playing too rough. Yeah, I mean the reality is so 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 there's there's no judgment, but some things should not be yelled at the top of your lungs in a weaponized fashion in Disney. <laughs> I think spouses spouses of two rogue wash knobs, spouses of the world. Some things should not be yelled. No judgment. It's just dad stopped laughing. Kids. I think kept laughing, didn't give a shit. But but the thing is, I couldn't I couldn't stay to see the wreckage. I had to keep walking because I had to pretend, I had to pretend like I didn't hear anything. You know what I mean? But I got I got you know I, I got out of the park. I got in the monorail. I got in my car. I put my hands in the wheel, and I'm like, that was perfect. That was the best exchange I've ever had. 
in Disney ever. You know what I mean? Because I didn't see the aftermath, but I know what happened. Their day was ruined. How? You know what I mean? Like, how? I, I just, I can't imagine. I can't imagine it. Just, you should have seen the dad's face. You know what I mean? Super awkward. This is super awkward. It's just like, it's just like, it's like, lady, what are you doing? <laughs> That's super awkward. So I had to, uh, I had to tell someone that story. I, I have no one to tell it to because I work from home. The cats have already heard it. They don't give a shit. But yeah, that's the lesson. Some some anecdotes about your significant other should not be weaponized in public fashion. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's so good. Uh, but here, so let me do this. Let's shift gears. Um, really, really awesome and really proud to say that this show is possible because of a good friend of the show, uh, Hydus watches out over in he's over, he's over in Buffalo, dude. He's he's getting ass blasted by fucking cold weather. Oh yeah, I, can, I can't even complain. I, I, <laughs> we're, we're such babies here. It's like oh, we got six inches last night. Like it was, and you go to the grocery stores, and because because it's uh, because it's trendy as shit, Seattle. Right. You uh, it, it's funny to see all of the organic produce <laughs> disappear before. <laughs> Before, like, the other stuff. I have to survive, but I don't want GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I need the broccoli. Dude, there wasn't a single fucking organic banana left. <laughs> but conventional, you can get those all day. That is so good. I love it. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, no. Uh, uh, um, uh, Hydus Watches, it's basically just DJ. DJ is a brand owner. Hydus Watches up in Buffalo. They got ass blasted by snow. Um He's doing this really, really, really cool thing with this watch. So that I've, I've I've reviewed on the on the website. It's the um it's the highest watches um Okeanos Explorer. The thing is the highest watches and DJ over in Buffalo. Highest it's H E I T I S. Um, the thing with highest watches over in Buffalo is that he's O G T B W S. I feel like early on he reached out. I reviewed three of two or three of his watches. Or no, two, two. I think we gave away. No, no, three. It's three watches. I reviewed uh, from his first push. Uh, the Hydus Aviator, which is a really, really cool, um, like aviation style watch. It's big. It's really a lot of fun. It's a quartz uh, timepiece. Uh, I reviewed also the Hydus Chronograph, equally really a lot of fun. And then uh, he did this Okeanos, Okeanos, I never know how to say it, uh, Explorer. I love this watch. There's a review on the site. Check it out. So I want to just do a shout out for Hydus watches because uh, I think the watch is normally priced at like $529, but he has created basically a hundred dollar off coupon, which brings this thing down to like four around four hundred bucks, four hundred and twenty bucks or so. Mm. The thing is, I love this watch so much because people are always asking us, like I get DMs and emails all the time for people like, oh, like what's a micro brand I've never heard of, or what's a micro brand that's lesser known? This is one hundred percent one of them. Because yeah. it's just a dude. <clears throat> He's just a dude. He's a guy who loves watches. He's a he's been a, he was a watch modder first, and so I love that. I love when watch modders are into the micro brand game. So um, the thing is, he gets all the parts himself, and he assembles the watches like himself. So he handpicks everything, and he has so it's not like they're making it somewhere. He looks at the final product and like you know tips the ash off a cigar and gives it the thumbs up. Like that's like one hundred percent like not the situation here. Like he's doing it himself, and so I've always loved that. I've always loved. Everything he's doing over there, I had his watches. And so this Okanos Explorer, you can check out pictures of it um, on our review. 
um, he is sending me one to spend some time with because I'm not happy with how these pictures turned out. I think I can do better. I took these a long very time early ago. days, early days, very early days into photography. I, I took these literally with a bell pepper. I took a bell pepper and I made it look like a camera and I took a photograph <laughs> and then I, I, I put it on the, on the computer. So, uh, no, no, yeah, you can check the photos out. I love the watch because it doesn't really look like another micro brand watch. It's it's one of those things where it's not like a micro brand where like, oh, it's a sub homage or oh yeah, yeah. I recognize this watch looks like these three other watches, so they're all probably getting made from the same factory. I don't get that sense um from the Hydus Okeanos Explorer at all. I love um have you seen this thing in person? You've only seen the photos that I've uh, that I've taken. And I've like only on seen photos. it in photos. It, it's it's definitely a kind of a standout uh, design if if you're thinking about like in, smaller independence. Um, and, and as a diver, it, it's sort it's pretty um, it's pretty different. Uh, I'm just looking at the bezel markings now. You have you have like a graduated scale normally from the 12 to the 15, mm-hmm. but the hashes are like little arrows. I was going to say. I just like I just noticed that now you discover little little things here and there, and then the dial has this kind of like Tron universe pattern right? to it. The, 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 I don't know the why the like dial the dial yeah. looks like it's from Tron. It's like there's something there's something just so cool about this like pressed sort of like almost grid like texture <clears throat> that's in the in the dial on the watch. And yeah, I was gonna I was gonna point out the arrows and the bezel. I feel like that's something that a lot of folks don't notice. It's just such a cool I, touch. I just noticed that today and I feel like I've looked at this watch like forty seven times. <laughs> <laughs> like I just noticed the little arrows now. So pretty pretty cool. And he's got some great photos on his uh Instagram. You can get a, a model with like the green uh like C three and then I think you can get it with BGW nine. So like yep. you have different loom options too. Um, yeah, I think this is a cool watch. The thing is super cool. The um, I like the applied indices. I like the hands. I like the like the second hands. The one that I reviewed is this blue one with the BGW nine. The one that I'm getting in to spend some more time with. It's um, it's uh, it's the the black one with the red accents. And I'm trying to like plot out what photos I want to take. The dream photo in my brain, and if everything works out, you guys will see this on the feed this week. The dream photo in my brain is I want to do a photo of that red and black watch with um like a daredevil comic because like oh nice i did i did one i think last week or two weeks ago with the orient star and a batman comic my did you hear that yeah there's like a beep no is that you or me watch no i I think maybe it was me i have some digitals laying around (laughs) is this the scene like in lethal weapon where when i get off the toilet it's gonna blow up like is that (laughs) do you remember that scene i think we'll be okay i think we'll be i think i think we'll be all right we'll see um oh i know that beep was it was me sorry (laughs) it was i have my casio wave scepter on the desk and it just it just passed like a certain hour and so the clock was uh, the watch was just letting me know and stuff but um oh what was i saying totally forgot what i was what i was saying oh yeah and so i'm i want to plan a shot with the uh with the red and black um okay explorer and a daredevil comic because the um like when I was still really, really into collecting, Daredevil comics was like it. Like that was what I collected, and yeah. so I have a lot okay. of really, uh, a lot of a lot of really fun ones. So I think that'll be a fun shot to do. Just in terms of, um, I don't want to. Let me see here. I don't want to forget to talk about. So dimensions on this watch. When I wore this watch, it was really, really unique. So it's forty-two millimeters in uh, diameter. It's about fifty millimeters lug to lug, but it's a little thinner at like twelve point three or twelve point five millimeters thick. 
So it's a bad. it's a pretty cool wearing experience, and the, the 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 lugs do curve down. So go and check it out. Um, to try to check out the review. Check out the watch on the highest watch website. We'll have all the links there and everything like that. Oh my god, I totally forgot the code. If you if you if you're if you're interested at all, the thing sticker price the sticker price is five twenty nine. If you're more comfortable paying like four hundred bucks for like a really killer micro brand. It's got a Miyota 905 in here. It's got C3 Loom on the red model, BGW9 on this blue model. Uh, it's Sapphire. has a really killer bracelet. I love the shoulder kind of crown guard, the way the shoulder like bumps out at 4 o'clock and like hugs the ground. I think that's so cool. Um, the code is, it's a difficult code. You guys have to write this down. It's, it's TBWS. Nice. The whole code. So I'll say <laughs> it again. In case you'd write it down. The code to save a hundred bucks on this Okanos Explorer, these really, really killer micro brand pieces for like to to like to, to knock it down to around 420, 430 bucks. The code is TBWS. I think you enter it in as you're going through like the shopping experience. And so if you have any questions on this watch, definitely let me know what's up. I'll be posting photos of this watch when it comes in. I'm really excited to take proper photos with it now that I know what I'm doing. Not that I'm doing, but I'm definitely a little decent, a little more decent than when I took the photos the first time. And uh Am I forgetting anything? No, I think that's it. I'm wow, just... even so, even if you get the green model, the uh, the pip is like blue loom. Like, is it really? So like, yeah, I'm seeing I'm seeing like a shot on his Instagram where it's like the green loom on everything, but then the pip is blue. That's pretty sweet. That might be. Oh, it's the, that 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 that'll be on the blue one, I believe. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yep, All I right. believe I, I believe that's the case. Um. Oh yeah, I said the code. Yeah, I, 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 and again, huge thank you to Hydus Watches for not just making this episode possible, but just just being a fan of the show for so long. I've had a lot of really great conversations with uh, with DJ over there. At Stay warm, man. Don't 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 <laughs> don't die. Don't die while while the, the snow is just ass blasting the shit. Yeah, Buffalo. Out of Buffalo. I've never been to Buffalo, but I've heard of it. I've heard of it. <laughs> you know, man, that's funny. But here. Shall we honor tradition? Because I think there's probably a lot of questions around what I'm going to be talking Your about. Your situation. My I situation. Forget, <laughs> you, <heathen. laughs> you goddamn bare-wristed twat. Uh, we have to honor tradition. We have to talk about the goddamn two rogue watch knobs audio wrist check. I've been talking far too much for folks to digest in one possible viewing, listening experience. What are you wearing for the audio wrist check? I'm still kind of on my SKX uh, kick, dude. I mm. it's funny. I I've had like like two weeks worth of just nostalgia. Yeah, <laughs> I've been listening to a lot of Blink and wearing a ton of <sighs> SKXs. Uh, Have you just, picked up your Daphne Blue Strat yet? Your Daphne Blue uh, uh, Fender <laughs> Strat. Have you, dude, I want to build one so bad. I want to build like. Can you like a, can you do that? Oh. Yeah, man. Really? We can we can save that for the gear Patreon episode. Okay, yeah, that's something that Michael and I are talking about. We want to do another Patreon episode, but we want to do it just about guitar gear and like music because a lot of you guys seem to enjoy when we do kind of get on like guitar gear tangents. You know what I mean? So yeah, or just um, music in general. Yeah, just music in general. So yeah, we can uh, we can save that for the Patreon talk. So I, I'm wearing I'm wearing another SKX, uh, but this is kind of this is the result of something that I envisioned after um, you know just thinking about the setup for a while. So uh, a while back, um, Spencer Klein from uh, Klein Vintage Watch Repair, he posted 
he posted a shot on his Instagram of the SKX 011J mm-hmm. on the Uncle Seiko Z199 reproduction. Wow. And I, I saw that photo and I'm just like, that is such a cool, like, that's like a watch <laughs> rig. You know, it's such a right. cool setup. Um, and it was just like, it was just on my mind for, for a really long time. And then finally, I um, I got myself the same setup. So I have the... Uh, what? When did this happen? The, a little while ago. A little, little while ago. A while ago, you didn't tell me. Okay, that's nice. I gotta find it like this on air. That's fine. That's cool. I, no, I think we talked about this one last episode. Did we? That was a whole different person last week, dude. Who knows? <laughs> Old Kaz is dead, and new Kaz is here, doing push-ups in the dark, listening to Henry Rollins audio tapes. The the the, the total <laughs> the total psychopath. The new Kaz is here. Right here. I'm sorry. I'm interrupting you. <laughs> so tell me. Tell me about the. Tell me about the rig. The rig. No. Yeah. It's. That's what it is. And so this is the orange SKX, uh, like JDM model, um, on the Uncle Seiko Z199 reproduction. So a lot of wow. people for a very long time, I, I think, I think back from when I was doing the watch fest with the SKX 175, people were like, oh man, that jangly bracelet, you should check out the, uh, <laughs> the Z199 from Uncle Seiko. I remember this. And it's, yeah. it's really, it's really, really good. It's, uh, I don't think it's hyped up. I think it's just a very good quality bracelet. Um, you know, it feels a lot like what I got in the um, Baltic when I reviewed it. Yeah. So the clasp looks exactly the same. I wouldn't be surprised if they share um, a manufacturer to get these things done. Sorry, my wife is about to brave the snow, so you might hear her going outside with the dog. That's that's fine. <laughs> the poor little dog is is bundled up head to toe, I'm sure. Just, 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 just set the dog on fire. I think that'll be the best way to make sure she's okay. <laughs> sure. Not sure. like in an abusive way, but like a protecting, like a protecting, like like Old Testament, like biblical fire, like like a, a like, Zelda spell, like a Zelda, a Zelda <laughs> spell. You bust out, you bust out your ocarina, give her, give her a couple toots, and she'll be fine, right? Oh man, if only. <laughs> this is also the first Seiko I wear that has like any kind of hint of gold on it. And that's something that I was oh. scared of. And some people that have seen this or have been talking to me about this watch say like, oh, I don't think I can deal with the gold on the um, on the bezel because the bezel is just like a black SKX bezel. Yeah. Except <clears throat> the numerals and the, you know, the graduation is, is just, it's all in this gilt gold sort of tone. I feel like gold is tough for, like not tough, but most dudes wouldn't necessarily gravitate towards, in terms of jewelry, something gold. Yeah, most of the time, well, the, you know. The the thing is, and actually, um, Spencer Klein over at Klein Vintage Watch Repair, he has some videos where he talks about the little design quirks that Seiko um, is sort of known for, and gold on top of black is is one of them. If you look at some of the older divers, and I think this is just something that they they applied here. Hmm. The funny thing about this watch is that the dial is so orange. That sometimes, depending on how you have it turned, um, that orange will reflect on the gold, and the gold will look more orange than gold. That's <laughs> kind of that cool, sense. actually. Yeah, no, so that... it's, it's a it's a really dynamic kind of scale. Wow, um, super visible, and uh, yeah, it's just it's fantastic. Oh my god, the dog has boots on. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> this is gonna be great. He's not gonna. It sounds like a crab is scuttling across your floor. <laughs> Do you hear that? It's just like clack, 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 clack. 
Oh my goodness! But this is oh man, and yo, uh, fuck, the, fuck snow. I just wanted as a, as a, as, a, as a sidebar, yo, fuck snow. As two as two Floridians, fuck snow. I kind of like it. I'm excited to. We we have a, a very favorite of ours, like coffee shop that's just a block away, and we walk there all the time. And I'm pretty sure they're open today, so it'd be mm-hmm. nice to head over, get some coffee and bagels, and sit down. They they have like a fireplace, but um, nice. Dude, I have not been able to take this thing off. Um, you know, I was thinking about switching to the Orient. I posted a photo of that yesterday. Um, I wore the Speedmaster for a little bit this week, but you know, this this watch would just be like on the desk, like come to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and also like English Arabic date wheel on this one since it's oh, a cool. J model. Yeah, uh, the hands are also <clears throat> also have that kind of gilt gold tone to it, yep. and this. Um, like any other SKX, this is just a, um, you know, a 7S uh, 26 watch. Um, yeah, I think this one's this one's a keeper. And you're happy and with I, the bracelet? Oh, dude, the bracelet is fantastic. I I, I kind of knew I was gonna feel this way j- just judging from like the army of folks that told me to like just get it finally. Mm-hmm. Um, this thing is not hyped up at all. It it's wow. a very basic bracelet like the clasp is just uh it's just a one fold it doesn't have like the the three the ex- extra little flap that you click on right it's just like uh, very vintagey um but yeah that's this, so cool this watch on the this watch has to be on this bracelet because the this the rubber strap that it comes on is just so bad wow um a lot of the 7s um uh, two six watches that seiko still sells or that you can still find they come on like that really bad really really bad fanned uh rubber strap just i can't do, i throw them all away oh. <laughs> honestly i throw i just throw them away <laughs> uh how much uh how much is that bracelet again i can't remember this bracelet is a like hundred bucks no, no 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 it's not that it's around, I think it's sixty nine bucks. I'll give the exact price now. Not bad. Let's see. His his website's really fun to navigate. Modern SKX accessories, and the Z one ninety nine is listed here for sixty nine dollars on UncleSeiko.com. That's awesome. That's so cool. So all in, if you were to try and replicate your rig, it's like around two hundred bucks. How much is the watch? The watch, the watch, bad, is it? the watch sells now. It, it actually, um, I could have gotten it for, like, you could get it for for cheaper, um, uh, but I think now it's around two eleven or so, two eleven. Okay, so all in, your pay, you're under three hundred still. It's pretty. Yeah, you might. It's pretty cool. You might be at like three hundred bucks after tax and everything. Fuck taxes, man. Shipping. Right. Yeah. Fuck spending money. Fuck spending money. <laughs> it's funny. So my my wife and I were trying to we want to try and buy a home this year, and so she's doing all this like spreadsheet stuff and all this like finances, and she's just like she's like like oh I want you know I need you to send me like an itemized list of everything you spent your credit card on. I'm like Psh, you're not gonna worry about that. I barely use it. She's like no no you use it, but I need to know like what you use. I'm like Psh, whatever babe you don't know me. And so like I I sat down just to appease her, and I pull up like you know like your credit card statements. Fucking use a thing like way more than I realized. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy. It's just like it's just like wait, so I don't just swipe the card and then walk away and have like free money? Like there's a there's a follow through with the actual act 
act up <laughs> using the credit card, I was lied to. So, uh, so yeah, no, I'm, I'm right there with you. Spending money, <clears throat> spending money definitely does suck, you know? That's crazy. Cool watch, so, cool setup. Yeah, so what are you, what are you doing, Kaz? <laughs> still not, I'm still not wearing a watch. Sorry, guys. Okay. Still not wearing a watch because... I'm, I, I'm sure it's very liberating. I, I, I'm not going to hound you for this. I, I, I'm kind of jealous. It's, it's liberating in that I have achieved what I intended to do not with the physical act of the no watch watch fast but I have achieved my psychological goal of the no watch watch fast I have appropriately watched detox I have orological clarity now you know what I mean you're gonna be the, the founder of like a new temple shave your head just like a monk <laughs> shave your head tattoo the Seiko wave on the top of your on the top of your head you say hi to other fellow <laughs> brothers and sisters by, by, by tapping the top of your heads together isn't that like you look like Avatar, like or like I'll look like I'll, I'll look like Ang from Avatar. Whatever the fuck his name is, it's been a while since <laughs> I watched that show. Doesn't he have the tattoo on his on the top of his head? He's got the arrows. He's got the he's got the arrow. But you have the Seiko wave. I want the Seiko wave, <laughs> and we say hi to other fake uh, 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 other Seiko, other 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 fellow Seikoologists by 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 touching by touching heads by just touching <laughs> just touching our tattooed tips together, right? Just touching. You can't. I'm pantom. I'm trying to mime the goddamn action like you can fucking see what my dumb ass is doing. Like, you, tap, you tap heads. <laughs> <clears throat> but no, I uh, I have achieved. Sorry, you got really distracted. Uh, I have achieved my psychological goal. I have appropriately orologically wrist detoxed. I have clarity. I can see clearly. I know. I know what's important to me in my collection, and I know what I can do without. Um, the squale has been sold. The uh, samurai has been sold. Next in the chopping block is a lot of other watches. I know what watches I want to keep. Um, now we're at the practical crossroads of I've achieved my goal of the wrist detox of the of the of the no watch watch fast. But now just for <clears throat> just to wrap everything up in a pretty bow, I gotta do the whole month. Yeah, like I have to. I have You've to. You've come this far. I've come this far because the day before Valentine's Day, February thirteenth. Th- uh, that will be a full watch fast with me not wearing a watch. So oh. at the time of you and I recording, Michael, just a few days away. Yeah, I can do and that. And then you can you can break your fast and go on a nice uh, Valentine's Day date. Well, my wife's working on Valentine's Day because fate does not fate fate always conspires with time to make sure her and I never hang out. You know what I mean? <laughs> I hear about her and I'm aware of her, but we never hang. Like it's so difficult to find time. Because she works on weekends, and then, like, her weekends are technically, like, Monday and Tuesday, which are fucking not weekends for me, you know? So, yeah. finding time is always interesting. But we're probably going to do something Valentine's day E, like, might do, like, a breakfast. Because uh, usually we can, we can do mornings together and stuff like that. But um, Oh, nice. Yeah. So, February 13th, I'll have officially, I think, dropped the mic on the Watch Fast Challenge. I don't think anyone's anyone else has done a no-watch Watch Fast. Intentionally. Intentionally. You know? I'll do it for a year. You'll do it for a year, and then you'll you'll shut the book. You'll 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 you'll, you'll shut the book. You'll put it back in the shelf. You'll walk out the building. You'll burn the library down. Because if you do the no watch watch fast for a year, the only other step to beating the no watch watch fast for a year is the no watch watch fast death. That's where you take a watch off and you kill yourself. That's that's <laughs> the only thing I could think 
that I, would talk. I was gonna say I was gonna say cut your arms off. You can just slice your arms off, right? <laughs> and, and 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 just have to fillet yourself because you'll have no arms with which to enjoy. That's just that's just the end game, dude. But yeah, no, so what's funny is the first week wasn't that bad. Second week I started getting a little bit of clarity. Third week I started like fantasizing about like what watches I was gonna wear, blah blah blah. Now that I'm in the fourth week, it's really tough. Mm. It's it's quite difficult. Uh, I find myself whispering and caressing watches, winding them slowly uh, when no one's touching, around. Touching their crowns. Touching their crowns. <laughs> just letting them know. Just just nothing rough but personal, if that makes right. sense. You know what I mean? Um, I'm breaking the watch fast with the Raketa Big Zero. Um, <clears throat> and so I have, it, I have it right here just because I feel like I need to have a watch for the wrist check, even though I'm not wearing a watch. So... Um, I have the Raketa Big Zero here. Let me see if I can wind it for you. Can you hear that? That's that's like hardcore ASMR. <laughs> Is it? I, can't, <laughs> I like it. I can't hear it. You're here. I love this watch. I love the way it winds. I love the new, way it looks. New Patreon tier is is ASMR by by the two of us. <laughs> Our ASMR of us just winding watches and just like 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 quietly humming to each other. Mm. Mm. <laughs> It's so weird, right, dude? Fucking someone, someone's out there would enjoy that, and that's okay. So, some someone will masturbate to it. Someone will easily, like, easily, literally, like, armlessly <laughs> fillet themselves to us winding watches and humming, right? <laughs> oh, Whatever makes you happy is fine, as long as what makes you happy isn't like killing or fucking children or stomping cats to death. It doesn't matter, dude. The world, life is too short to not be happy, in my yeah. opinion. And if if watch winding ASMR is it, then watch winding. ASMR is it, you know, but, um, yeah, looking forward to breaking the watch fast with the big zero. I'm also looking forward to breaking the watch fast because I'm sitting on a pile of goddamn fucking watches. I have to review that. I can't review cause I can't wear a fucking watch, <laughs> you know? So uh, I can try, I can try putting it on the other wrist, but it's just like, eh, I'm supposed to review the watch, not just like wear it. And I can't properly review it unless I'm wearing it on the same wrist that like I normally wear it on, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, February 13th. Um, appreciate the support from everyone. A lot of you guys have been very supportive. A lot of you guys have uh, encouraged me to see reason um, and to wear a watch. And you're both right. Both both schools of thought are correct. But I think I did uh, think I did the best choice that I could do with this whole weird endeavor. You know? Yeah. So proud of you. Proud yeah. of you. Good times. Good times. Uh, so let me see here. Okay. I think my family froze to death. By the way, it's been gone for a long time. It's been five minutes. Has it, has it been a long time? How far is how far is the coffee place? Oh no, they're not going all the way over there. Oh, where are they going? They're just they're just trying to get the dog to use the bathroom. Oh yeah, they froze. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to text? It's just it's just you and me now. You want to text her? You want you want to text her? <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. Um. Okay. We have a crossroads here because I'm looking at the time. I talked way too much with my goddamn feelings and the wrist check. Um, we're, want... we're on the same page. I think we should. I think we should do the main topic. Okay. And I th I think the other thing that we were thinking about talking about can probably uh, be like a, a live stream. That Ooh, we try I like today that. Or tomorrow, I like maybe that. We can do a, maybe we can do a Sunday live stream. That'd be nice. I think. I think. I think that'll be fun. So we'll do this. Let's get into the main topic, Michael. Michael, how do you? How do you do? How do you? How do you feel about affordable vintage watches? I like them. I still, <laughs> you know, the only vintage watch I have is the one that you gave me. <laughs> so uh, the, like, that Vostok Amphibia. 
Yeah, and I feel I feel like I'm getting closer to um I so so we tried to not prepare for this um at all. Right. But I will I will say that I'm following I'm following this in a way um that I'll be probably highlighting just some things that have been on my mind lately. So Same here. We're on the same um, page. Yeah, so this is going to be it's going to be loose, but I, there's still some guidance and um one of these watches is a watch that I think might be like a vintage watch that I care about. Um, okay. The last, <clears throat> the last vintage watch I bought, we were, we were working together. <laughs> like was it the Smiths. That was the Smiths. Actually, wow. you know what? Actually, I take that back. It was the seven five four eight Seiko. Which oh is gone. wow! So, um, but this is this is. I guess I can start. This is definitely you go first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same kind of ballpark as that Smiths. Because I've just been looking at them, and there are a couple of. Uh, you know, Instagram uh, folks that we follow that just ha- seem to have pretty cool examples in their collection, and it's not too difficult to buy in. Um, Is it the Ed White Speedmaster that I've been hearing so much about? <laughs> that we've been cool, hearing so cool, cool, crisp price of seventy five dollars USD. <laughs> Do you think you think we'll ever have like a like an Elon Musk Speedmaster or like a Richard Branson Casio? <laughs> like these guys that are crazy enough to like I'm going into space next year. <laughs> I saw I feel like I saw the headline. I feel like I saw Richard Branson uh Richard Branson's reanimated corpse came out of the ground and he said he's going to space this year or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It depends. It depends. Said that last year. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it, it's like, it's like me telling my parents when to clean my room. I'm going to clean my room today. Mm-mm. Yeah. That's just never going to happen. Yo, I think the only way it would really happen like a, like a Richard Branson XYZ or an Elon Musk XYZ is if money exchanged hands. Oh yeah. yeah. Cause I think there are, there are some watch brands that do make watches for like explorers who do certain achievements or like. Someone who do someone who does like I don't know the most pull-ups in the Arctic under the age of thirty like you get a watch you know what I mean like like random random stuff but like stuff like like for like big celebrities I feel like money has to change hands you know yeah that's my oh they're feeling. back oh good yay celebration how was it was it a successful outing oh my god yeah she peed but she didn't that's all right <laughs> the dog used the bathroom yay yay I wish I wish <laughs> people I wish people clapped when I went to the bathroom. <laughs> No one gives a shit when I, when no one gives a shit when I take a shit. It's just just side glances and ireful looks whenever I talk about bowel movements. Oh my god, we're still we're still teasing this. I didn't even say the watch. Is it not the speedmaster? <laughs> what is your affordable it's, it's vintage not the, watch? Not, I have not been looking at the Richard Branson Cassie. <laughs> Richard Branson, uh, the Richard Branson Cassie has a picture of him water skiing with naked models on the back of it, and when you turn it upside down, uh, his clothes come off. Her clothes are already off, but his clothes. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Very, very distracted. I'm all hopped up on. I'm all hopped okay. up on, on coffee over here. What is your watch? What is watch what is number watch? one that I want to highlight is mm-hmm. uh, like you can go 80s or 90s era CWC uh, G10 uh, military service watches. So military. Military. I, th- I think the modern uh, Silverman's own CWC probably <clears throat> still produces um, these models. They they might be a little bit different. Um, they might have like the Luminova dials with the the L dials, but you can still get 
a T-dial quartz. Uh, this is a quartz watch, by the way. So. I can't find it. Would you type in CWC G1? G10. <sighs> yeah. There you go. Good old-fashioned user error. All right. <laughs> CWC G10. So if you think about the Smiths that I used to Oy. have, it's kind of... It's sort of the same bloodline, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, but this is quartz, um, a little more field watch in nature, and uh, something that's probably rock solid enough that uh, I wouldn't worry too much about the fact that it's vintage. Um, I'm looking at a model here. It says Royal Navy Gulf War. And the is, is the 90s an appropriate time for this watch? Hey, man. June this year, Enema of the State is going to be 20 years old. Think about that. So I think 90s, I, yeah, as as much as it pains us to say, yeah, 90s is, I, I can call something from the early 90s vintage. Oh, yeah, no, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah, 90s is vintage these days. My, my question was, is the 1990s an appropriate like time period to be looking at this watch that you were looking at? Like, is this, were these made in the 90s? Yeah, yeah, they, oh, cool. they okay. were they were um they were issued throughout the eighties and the nineties, and it's funny. <laughs> some people cool. will some people will do this and say like Gulf War issued, but nothing really, <laughs> not much happened <laughs> during the Gulf War. Um, so you I know, mean, to clarify, stuff happened, but it wasn't stuff, it was it wasn't like it wasn't like a, a, a stuff happened, but I, I don't think I don't think. Yeah. Uh, you know, a service member's watch went through a whole lot. Right. So, you know, you can uh, you can probably um, you can probably find one in good condition. Uh, I think a lot of the ones that are around weren't even issued at all. I was so. just about to make a stupid like literary comment, but I don't know if it's actually true. But I'm going to say it anyway. If anyone wants to correct me, correct me. I can think of a lot of writers that came out of World War II. I can think of a lot of writers that came out of Vietnam. I can't think of that many that came out of the Gulf War. I don't know how many like number you know what I'm saying. I feel like yeah, that's a good point. I don't I don't, I don't, really I, know. I don't know if there are any like like novelists that came out of the Gulf War. I mean, you know, um, <laughs> if anyone knows, let me know what's up. Not my time period, so I wouldn't be too yeah. aware. But this thing's a lot of fun. I could see I could see why you're digging it. Good price that I'm seeing on here too. Yeah, I mean these these go wow. actually believe it or not around the time that I got the Smiths, you <clears> can <throat> get these for maybe eighty bucks all day. Wow, um, they're all usually in the UK, by the way. So you, you're going to have to consider uh, connecting connecting with a good seller and uh, making sure that they they know how to handle international shipping and all that jazz. But this thing right now is 168, which is pretty um, uh, pretty typical. Yeah, I'm seeing most of them these. are like under 200 USD. Yeah, definitely little little cool quartz um, quartz field watch. That's almost uh piloty there, to... there are automatic models as well or not automatic models but i think there are some uh mechanical movement you gotta go um, course you gotta go course yeah yeah dude this this thing is uh this thing is great and um you know cwc still makes them but you can find a, a cool old one for probably less than than the new ones did you do me a favor need you look at some of these photos and look at the lugs it looks like there's drilled lugs but they have caps on them have you noticed that? What is that? I think I think it depends. It varies. Um, yeah, it almost looks like it, the drilled lugs were filled in and welded or something. I don't know. Or maybe or maybe the caps are there so nothing gets caught. Like you can 
like it, they are drilled lugs, but you have to pull the caps. I I, I don't know. I don't know anything about this. That's, that's a good question. I've never I've never noticed that. You know, I know there's also <clears throat> there's also another version called the W10, but that that gets kind of hazy because I think W10 is just the generic stock code for uh, a watch, right? Like a uh, an issued watch. So if you search CWC W10 or G10 you're going to get all these different types of uh, options. I think if I search W10, I'm seeing a little kind of more of the uh, mechanical models. Okay. And and those you're getting, you're getting more into the territory of, you know, like the Dirty Dozen or like those those military uh, watches. Um, and even those are 600 bucks. If wow. You, if you want to. No, this, I, this... I, I think those are, I, I think both both the quartz models and the, Mechanical models are just immensely undervalued right now. I love the case back on this G10. It's so cool. Like, yeah, it's it's just what you need to keep track of who has what and, and the, the what little the little the little screw down battery cover. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah. Uh, so this is obligatory. Um, Dancy twenty one Dan, if you have any information about this watch, would appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's the, he's the guy to connect with. He's the guy to connect with. Uh, if you know why this thing has these weird like covered drilled lugs, I'd be interested to know because that's just yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Maybe 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 you're right. Maybe they just they just welded them in. I don't know. That's so odd. That, that sounds like a lot of work for how quickly these things had to be made. Sure. So. Oh, cool watch. Good good choice. Yeah. What uh what what's been on. <laughs> What's been on your bare-wristed mind? <laughs> uh, ironically, it's not technically a watch; it's a clock. Um, yeah, cool. <laughs> so, so I can't wear. I mean, I could wear it. But I want to look like Flavor Flav's dumbass, but I don't. Um, <laughs> this is one we've talked about. You and I have talked about. I don't think we've ever. I don't think I've ever brought it up on one of the affordable vintage episodes. I think I've talked about it on air. But um, are you on eBay right now? I am. Type yeah. in Slava travel clocks. Take a look. Oh, these are fun. I fucking love these. So there's two schools here. They're the ones that look like your traditional alarm clocks with like with, with like the, the the bells that like like the big titty bells on top. You know what I mean? That's like mm-hmm. a big circle yeah. or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know the technical term is. If there are any if there are any knock members <laughs> listening. Actually, uh, you know, if you open up George Daniel's uh, watchmaking, <laughs> which is like the Bible of watchmaking books, chapter nine else, is is titty bells. All right. So you're right. (laughs) Bam. Suck it, nerds. Sorry. Um, But the one here of these travel clocks that Slava made that I'm I'm particularly uh, enthralled with are these folding ones. They look like makeup compacts and they're square. So um, it's probably, it's, uh, you can honestly, you have to be careful when you're looking at these listings though. So there's not one specific model. This is just something that Slava did in the 50s. A lot of these came out um, in the 50s and so they're really really cute i think they're designed for like 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 train travel and like blimp travel i have no fucking idea you know what i mean yeah. so i just love the idea of these uh, travel clocks you can find them really easily under 50 bucks but you have to be careful because a lot of these don't work anymore and so it'll be like you know ten dollars and like in the notes it'll say like hey it doesn't work like so you have to like you need to really be careful because they don't they don't highlight that uh, sometimes they don't work, but um, a lot of these have an alarm complication on them. So, and they're mechanical, they're not quartz. So you wind it up, and all the controls are like in the back of the watch. So you wind it up, you can set where you want like 
that hour to like buzz. It buzzes. How does it buzz? Um, because people are pretty people are pretty infatuated with like what the buzzing sounds like. You know, you know those like those toy clattering teeth that the Joker has in the Batman. <laughs> That's the sound it makes. <laughs> That's me doing the sound. That's kind of what it sounds like. You know what I mean? That's cute. Yeah. It's really cool. I think it's a lot of fun. Um, I'm not sure how practical they are because I think if you were to actually travel with one of these, the ticking might annoy the hell out of you because it does tick. It has because it has like it's mechanical. It has an escapement and all and stuff like that. So I've been infatuated with these for a long time. I think I might try and um, and get one just to have because I think they're just really like, I don't know, they're, 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 they're quite they're quite pretty. You know, you know, even this kind of stuff is even, um, you know, even if you're just picking it up as something decorative. I mean, I'm seeing one here for fifteen dollars, and, um, you know, even if you're just putting it on a shelf to look at and admire, it's it's kind of fun. Yeah, totally. You know, um, a lot of these they're gonna have English on them, so it'll say like "Made in USSR." Mm -hmm. Um, there, I think there were some other travel clocks, but these are the ones that I like the most. I just, I don't, I love the idea. So we, we we talked about like photography last episode, like the romanticism of photography. Like this watch makes me envision the romanticism of traveling. Like like I'm packing my clothes and like oh I can't forget my alarm clock and like it just folds into this little compact thing and I just like slip it in my bag and I can just yeah you know what I mean like it's just so cool. I don't know I I I this is one I've had my eye on for a long a long time. These aren't very popular within the Russian kind of watch collecting community. I'm not sure why. Uh, probably just because it's not like a watch and, you know, it was, it was not a watch, it's not worth you know what I mean? So, who knows, but I think... He's, his speech impediment is getting worse. Is it getting worse? It's probably just because I'm, I'm like, I'm tired of doing the voice. It, it, he or That or he just, he always has tendies in his mouth. He's, the problem is it's very hard to enunciate when your jowls are chock full of chicken tenders. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's difficult to really lean into those ch and puss and tusks when, when your mouth is just full of fried fucking fowl. You know what I'm saying? So maybe next time before he chimes in, he'll swallow his food properly, but we'll see. We'll see. But, you know, these, uh, I've had my eye on these um, easily under 50 bucks all day. But there's some, oh, there's one here. Let me see. It's it's in, it's in like a really, so some of them are in like very utilitarian, like fake leather looking like cases. And then some of them are in like more ornate cases. There's one here. It doesn't say Slava. It says Semka, which is a brand I'm not familiar with. Oh. Semka, I do not know. Swiss made. Okay. Must be some kind of Swiss brand then, which is fine. Hmm. I'm okay. not familiar with it, but um, with this whole segment of like these like folding in, folding like travel clocks, it's just uh, it's just fun. I kind of, it's, t it's two things that I wish would come back. Mechanical clocks and um, um, alarm complications. I really wish those would come back in a style. Like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? Tudor, I think Tudor still makes that advisor. I don't think it sells very well, but I think they, I think they're sticking to their guns. What the fuck is the advisor? That sounds like a, like, 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 exactly. like, like Darth, a, Darth advisor, enter. So let me, uh, it's an alarm watch that Tudor makes. Is it, I, is it's, it, is it, is it 4,000 fucking dollars? Cause I'm not paying $4,000. Oh yeah. It's probably pretty expensive. Crown and caliber, $2,000 used. No, dude, I'm not paying that watch. That's not accessible. They may have discontinued it. Oh, Tudor no, Heritage Advisor, $5,000. $5,800 technically. 
So, okay, affordable alarm complications. Fucking, is it, so $5,800 cognac dial alligator strap. That's fucking, that's, that's just goddamn fantastic. Look at that. God, I'm so fucking angry right now. Yeah, dude. Like this, like, I could, you have any idea how many, I could buy Slava. I could buy the Slava factory <laughs> if I walked up in there with $5,800 cash USD in my greasy chicken tender filled pocket. Like I could buy that shit. All day. I'm being facetious, but I mean, you know. So that was one that I've had my I've had my eye on. Um I'll, I'll include some fun links also in the show notes, but if you guys have any questions on this, let me know. Not too much is known about these movements. I don't know too much about the movement, to be super honest, because no one's really dug into them. So I think it might be it might be fun if I just bought one of these. And just if I bought one that was broken and just took it apart to see why it was broken. It could be fun. Yeah. You know? And it, even if you can't fix it. It's decorative. <laughs> it's decorative. I, I I I could use it to rest drinks on. I don't I don't know. Whatever whatever you do with decorations, you know. But um, but yeah. What else? Uh, what else in terms of like the affordable? So just to recap, your first watch, CWCG ten, that was under two hundred bucks. This mm-hmm. one, these uh these these vintage Slava travel clocks, really a lot of fun. Um, under fifty bucks easily. <clears throat> What's what are the watch kind of been on your mind? This might be the most expensive one I talk about today, but and I. I'm kind of guilty. I think this is an effect of probably uh, spending too much time on social media. I don't know. I don't know if somebody found a box of these things recently and <laughs> okay. like sold them because I feel like four or five people have them now, or maybe it's the same person and and Instagram just feeds us their stuff constantly. <laughs> but um, it's actually I don't know how to pronounce the brand name. You're, you're familiar with it. It's Caravel or Caravel before, like, you know, like vintage day Caravel. I'm gonna, so like I'm, orange, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, watch you have. I'm gonna say Caravel like the ice cream. Yeah, that's that that that's 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 what I used to call it. I I technically own I own like a new one, so and I I think probably if yours is vintage, it's before they were purchased by Bulova. Yeah, but I think Bulova owns them now. So, <laughs> this watch is called the Caravel Sea Hunter, and it's a it's a thirty six millimeter dive watch that they make that has a cool sort of um, almost it, it's basically a, an Explorer ten sixteen oh. looking dial. So I you like got this the 12, 12, 3, 6, 9. A little expensive. Um, a little expensive, um, you know, six hundred bucks. You can still so you can still get them for under a grand um oh it, it says 666 on the dial i love that yeah yeah so but this is interesting i'm seeing some that i've never i've actually never noticed this if you look at under the six o'clock uh marker it says t japan t so i'm guessing there's a japanese movement in here i see that on this model as well i don't know i honestly do not know Anyone know? Manual manual wind one one DP seventeen jewel. So, ATR. It says Japan. It says Japan in the movement. So this is. It looks like oh, I think it's a Bulova. It might be a Bulova caliber. So they might have been purchased hmm. already. Anyway, it's a oh. cool. It's a cool dive watch. the The reason the reason it stands out to me is because um, people. 
some of some of the more I guess prolific Rolex collectors are really into the Submariners that have Explorer dials. So that's just a thing that happened. They're super rare. Um, it's super rare to see a sub with an Explorer dial, and this thing kind of has a similar look for uh, you know under one k. Mm. Uh, and they're fun, good size. I've seen them on bracelets. They look good. They look good on leather. Um, you know, I probably I probably wouldn't buy it, but I know that there are a ton of people that would enjoy this. And uh, I feel like, like I said, I feel like somebody found a box of them uh, <laughs> just in somebody's closet recently. And uh, and yeah, I, I'm I think uh, quite a few uh, Instagram users that we follow are are enjoying these right now. That's pretty just cool. Cool, cool, fun look, and uh, I love seeing these these smaller uh, smaller dive watches. On the back, so on the there's a movement shot in this one here, and the movement shot is next to the case back. The cast, the back of the case back says Caravel Div, and then B W Co, and then under that it says Japan. You're saying the case back says that? The inside of the case back. Oh, okay. I'm looking. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Is that Bulova Watch Co? I have no idea. Oh, yeah, that's it's gotta be. Does that make? I have I have I have no I have no fucking idea what that means. It's gotta be. So this thing is this thing is pretty wild actually. Very beautiful. I, I like uh I like the sort of utilitarian like no bullshitness of the movement. Yeah, I believe these are seventies as well. So that's cool. Um, I I this is crazy. I and we're learning this together. I thought um. I thought the Bulova, I thought Bulova's involvement came much later than the. Let's Google the it. Seventies. The advent of the information technology at our fingertips. When did I got to spell? Uh, Bulova. You can also you can also find these with some cool ghosting on the bezel too, which is another kind of trait that folks look for if they uh, get get into vintage watches pretty heavily. That's awesome. Uh, I dig this one. Blah, blah, I, I had no clue that it was Japanese movement in here. I'm just looking stylish. No, blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to find if I can figure out when the fuck this joint got bought. Who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows? Very different from your from your Caravel, I'd say. <laughs> oh, that thing is, uh, you know. <laughs> 1962. Oh, wow. 1962 is the year that Bulova introduces its Caravel line of jeweled watches. Oh, okay. So it was always Bulova. I guess so. Cool. Interesting. Pretty wild. So yeah, that, that's that's my second pick. I it's not it's not something that I've been um, itching for or anything like that. You know, like the CWC G10, but just something that I, I feel people are getting into. I I just. I think I, I I see this watch a lot on our feet. <laughs> Caravel Sea Hunters are so hot right now. They're so hot right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, man. Is it is it uh, is it my go? Yes. So this Let's isn't necessarily it. a specific model, but it's something people always bring up to me. So, um, like I said before in the beginning of the episode, when we were talking about Hydra's watches. Like people always ask, like, oh, like what's a really cool like undiscovered micro brand? And I'll say like Hydra's watches or something, something. People also ask like, "Oh, is there like an area of like vintage watches that's like undiscovered?" And my first, my first response was like, "Yeah, X Y Z Soviet watch brands. Yeah, I don't care about those. Is there anything else?" 
well, <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the other one that I always hear about and I always kind of refer, but I don't know that much about, Oris. Or apparently vintage Oris pieces are super accessible. You know, I never look. Right? Let's look. Let's look together, man. I never. I never look. Oris vintage. So I've seen some cool, um, and I'm sure they're super expensive now just because of the popularity in general. But mm-hmm. um, the watch that the, the Diver 65 was was based on. So some people have found those, and I think they're 36 millimeter as well. Wow. Wow, some of these almost look Soviet. Let me see. I had my fucking stupid eBay settings all stupid. Holy cow. Or it's vintage. Well, I just, 30 the, bucks. I just don't know... Oh, these are cool. <laughs> these I don't know enough about the brand. I don't know. If, I don't. I don't know how often these are faked. I don't, the, I don't. I don't know who the fuck would fake these. But just looking at like the prices of some of them, some really cool shit for like a hundred under a hundred bucks, man. Yeah, man. This uh, sounds like we have to do another watch brands we know nothing about episode. By the way, but these are pretty cool. I'm seeing one that's sort of a, a plain time only dress watch with the uh the swiss cross up at 12 o'clock so it's i like this one here i don't know i don't know what this is but it's this vintage ors waterproof pointer date the date is this like hand that points to the outside scale between 1 and 31 it's actually really yeah. cool i've never seen yeah. this before in my life that's a fun complication that i think is difficult to execute i don't like i i don't like the the new ones they make i think they call them the big crown pro pilot pointer date or something and they come in a bunch of colors um but these look these look pretty nice these look fun Um, are these watches can be these might be kind of small though and 50 bucks 30 bucks it's almost like it's almost like picking up an old uh timex but maybe with a little has a little little bit of that feel it also just feels fun i feel like sometimes this happens where like there's so much riding on a vintage watch purchase and that you might want, we want to make sure it's authentic and that like you want to make sure it has like street cred and you want to make sure you're getting your money's worth. This sort of ticks a lot of the interesting boxes that I really love with Soviet watches in that yeah. it's just fun, dude. Like it's, you spend 30 bucks outside of the idea that the watch is possibly Franken, which I still, again, I don't know that's a thing with these Oris pieces. The watch is still cool you know what i mean like and that's just i don't know i just i i, I think these are uh these are a lot of fun i hear every now and then people are just like oh you should look at vintage orises and i'm just like i just i just didn't realize it was a thing but here uh here we are there's a lot of them that have this like sort of uh like like knurling stylistic bezel on them i don't know what that's about yeah i like that it looks like um it, it looks it, it looks like a baked good you know, like crimping, like crimping that you do on like a on like a like a like a Cornish pasty. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or like what's on your Invicta? <sighs> I don't want to talk about that watch. I'm looking at <laughs> it right, right now. A cable. <laughs> I, I can. Should I, should I bust it out? I'll bust it out towards the end. I'll bust it out towards the end. Um, and if you know what, if you are looking at the divers, or if you're if because these one thing to keep in mind with the ones that I'm sure we're both looking at, I, I'm noticing that they're kind of small. So between 32 millimeter and 37 millimeter, um, that's normal. I, I, feel like that's, I feel like that's normal for vintage watches to be small though. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's normal. I'm just saying that I, I don't want some, someone to see like, Oh wow, 30 bucks and then get 
like a nickel on their wrist. <laughs> the fuck is this quarter, dude? <laughs> <laughs> so Chuck E. Uh, Cheese th- token. I think I think a lot of people are, are cool with uh with thirty seven. Um some ladies that, that might be into the vintage watches, they they can go for the thirty twos. Um but there are divers as well. I mean, I'm looking at one now that's again What did uh, you type in? Oris vintage diver? Yeah. Yeah, I, you can see them. You can Ooh. you can tell that you can see where they got the the diver sixty five uh, design from. Men's but. genuine vintage Oris Oris Swiss. Sorry, I turned to Sean Connery there for a second. Oris Swiss seventeen jewels blue tachometer. This looks fake. That thing looks super fake. Right? I don't know what that is. <laughs> Unless Oris was this bananas like <laughs> to do stuff. They have, you know, what makes it look fake? It has Mercedes hands. I was gonna say it's like, it's like, like, okay, I've won big blue numbers. Okay, I've won Mercedes hands, and I want Swiss made to be the biggest goddamn thing on the fucking watch. <laughs> and then you sell it. You sell it now. I don't know why the guys over at Oris are like have like Eastern European accents, <laughs> but it's just the first thing, <laughs> first thing that came to mind. Thirty-eight millimeters. Yeah, man, that's crazy. So that's still between five and six hundred dollars, I think, if you get the older divers. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, these these vintage orange pieces are actually. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know if I want to dedicate an entire watch brand, you know, nothing about episode to them because I feel like. Well, I know we did one on Citizen. I was gonna say because even though people like don't know the history, they're aware of the brand. So I was gonna use that as a reason to not use Oris, but I guess we could. We could. I'm just. I'm just not super into a lot of like. I guess the modern Oris stuff. For a while, when the Big Crown came out, there was um, a model that I was obsessed with for so long. I don't. Do you remember? I think Crown and Caliber oh, yeah. had one. It yeah, had, I remember. It had sword hands before Oris was being like. I guess they thought they were being clever and having propeller hands, propeller hands on their <laughs> pilot watches. It had these really like really cool sword hands, and it was it was it was a wonderfully sized like thirty eight millimeters, and it had, it had this really really handsome like 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 fluted fluted bezel. That shit's gone. All, all, all that shit's gone now. So I don't know. Um, so I'm not too. I don't know. How do you feel about modern horse? I guess is the question. <laughs> it's funny. The ones that catch my eye these days come from the collection that I used to just not understand un- until I spent. Um, uh, time with one mm-hmm. i like the aquas just the aquas uh watches that they have on yeah. the rubber that they make it's just really comfortable uh, they're titanium a lot of the time you can get the regulator you can and they come up they come out with really cool um like dial colors they, they did one called the source of life <laughs> i remember <laughs> like, that yeah you know um uh, you know, I, I like their sort of charitable endeavors as well, um, and that one in particular, I, I just I really like the the blue shading and everything. So definitely the the divers. The, I I just I don't think they've nailed the pilot collection just yet. They um, they have some time only pilot watches that look really cool, but a lot of times they can be really big. Um, well, that's my thing with the Oris Aquas pieces that I've seen. They're huge. I think they make yeah. some, or they used to make some that were 40 millimeters, um, but I've never seen any of those in person. I've only ever seen like the 42 millimeter ones. And they're like, for me, they're a little, a little too big. I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But they, they, I, I'm, I'm always watching them. They, they make some, some fantastic watches. I think the Diver 65 is still a huge hit. Um, you I can also, get them through. I also had a really dumb experience with like an Oris rep at a <laughs> at a place by here. I don't want to say the name of, and it like it really put like a weird like like taste in my mouth with the 
Aquas line or a key line, however you say it, and also just or general like he was talking about that watch, the source of life, whatever the fuck, sort of the source of life dial, whatever. He's like, 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 oh, it was beautiful. They took all of us up and they flew us to Switzerland. And they put us on this uh, boat. We were going through the river that was the inspiration for the dial. It was just, it was just the <laughs> magical moment. Like, what the fuck's that to do with anything? Whatever your name is, you smell like sorrow and cigars. I want to leave. Like, I want to leave. I want to go home now because I'm done talking to you. Why are you telling me some bullshit story about you finding yourself while, like, on a boat with nine other dudes looking at each other's <laughs> nipples? Like, I don't know. It has nothing to do with anything. And so I was just, I was just so upset. I'm like, dude, I want to look at the watch, but I, I went to Catholic school, so I had to look at who's ever talking to me. Because if you didn't, they hit you with a ruler. So, and I can't look at the watch while you're talking to me. You yeah. have to shut up so I can look at the watch. I've been there. Just, oh, my God. <laughs> It was just a it was a one it was a wonderful moment. It's just you know life changing beyond the river and inspired the dial. I don't give a shit. Fuck the river. I hope your home burns down. I'm trying to look at a watch. For God's sakes, I have really bad luck with Oris reps. Have you have you noticed? Are you saying that? are you saying you don't want to go on on a fancy uh, press trip? I'm saying it doesn't have anything to do with the damn watch. I don't give a fuck. If they want to take me on a press trip and touch my and touch my nipples, I don't give a shit. But I really just want to look at the watch first. Like I just want to know what's good point. I good just point. want to know what's going on with the watch. Like I don't want whatever bullshit you're trying to regurgitate up my nostrils to impact what I'm trying to have with the watch right now. And like, oh my god, I, just, I literally just left. I just, I just had to. I'm like, oh, I'm just gonna go he, he now. He was still talking. He was still talking. He just turned around and walked. I turned around like, oh, you know, when I got home, I was telling my wife about it, and she didn't understand. She didn't understand. But the guys at the red bar down the street, they knew. They totally. I'm already gone. I'm home. I'm home having a coconut smile. The store is closed. He's still there. You know what I mean? With the with the He's cigar and cigar in his pocket, just talking. You know, I talk. Except I, except I, I talk in my sleep. I realize I talk about the watch, and it's just like, oh my god, dude, whatever the fuck your name was. I don't have good luck with horse reps, man. <laughs> so I just left. I deleted all the story segments. I'm like, I deleted all the posts that I did. On it. I'm like, I'm fucking. I'm just leaving, dude. I just allowed. Just walked out. So I think the Aquas line, to your point, could be nice. I just, I just haven't had a chance to actually hang out with one yet. Yeah. Get a get a chance to try one out. Um, those those rubber um, straps that that are like integrated into the lugs. They are look really, cool. Really nice. Really comfy. I think the downside um, is I can't put it on a NATO because the lugs have that like. That you little, don't have to. You don't have to. You don't think these, so? Okay. He's on a NATO. I hear you. If, but uh, vintage Oris, okay. <laughs> Seems like to oh be yeah, like, doing doing a watch podcast or whatever. Not to talk about my crippled emotions. I think these are a lot of fun. I think for under hundred bucks, it's worth putting in maybe a couple days of research to kind of be familiar with the landscape, and then to take a stab at something. 30, 40, yeah. 50 bucks. Why the fuck not, dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. And you, and if you, if you're dead set on getting a diver, there are, there are other divers that I guess. I guess I would say try to find a diver that Oris hasn't tapped into yet for a modern reissue. Because mm. uh, I, I know those are out there. Uh, if you find the older 60s divers that you can tell the Diver 65 came from, uh, people are going to know that most likely. And uh, you're going to see like probably $800 to $1,000 maybe. Wow. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm sure, there, I'm sure there are some, some buried uh, dive watches back there totally the 60s. totally totally what uh do you have any other vintage pieces affordable vintage pieces on your mind yeah i've been um i've been eyeballing the um the uh <laughs> the ever-present battlefield that is the uh vintage <laughs> seiko chronograph uh sphere Oof, you know so it's tough 
Which one? Uh, those things are getting, you know, real ones are getting more and more expensive and uh also they're getting they're getting seriously frankened. So it's it's getting really? harder to find. Yeah, yeah, wow. dude, it's getting it's getting harder to find um you know, an authentic pogue, for example, people mess with the uh mess with the like inner chapter rings or the subdial hand it's 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 tough to find real ones and there's so much like you said with, with a vintage watch purchase there's so much uh riding on on you uh figuring out whether or not it's authentic or yeah from a good place or working even um so I, i've been i've been thinking about seiko chronographs that i i would probably put money down for and again it's a quartz one um okay so these where's the thing can just search for it again these are not cheap cheap but they're they're certainly not seeing the price increase that the uh the pogue is seeing for example <laughs> okay um so it's um the seiko 7a 28-7049 and uh we have a, we not, have we have a write-up on the site i think of, of one of the 7828s yeah if i'm not mistaken um my Seiko chronograph history is a little hazy, but I think this is either their first um, analog quartz chronograph or like the world's first analog oh, quartz chronograph. I see what's happening. The 7828 here. Is it, wait, hold on. I'm um, 7828? 7 alpha 28. Ah, there we go. Hmm. Yeah. Excellent. This is why. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zero results. Okay, what am I doing wrong? Seven alpha two eight dash seven four nine. Seven zero four niner. Yep. See, someone uh Michael among the two of us, one of us is an idiot and it's not you. Seven zero <laughs> four. Here we go. Watch this. Yes, I'm back. I'm I'm back in the game, baby. Alright. Oh, these are cool. Wow. Yeah, so I mean the, you know, again, if you're looking at vintage Seikos on eBay, I think we've said this before. Um, hmm. kind of a best practice is to make sure you're you're looking for a, a USA seller. Yeah, where's the? Per I'm looking at one right now that's in Denver, Colorado. Guy's yep. name is guy's name is Jesus. Looking it's at the same one. Seller information: Jesus thirteen thirteen. Well, you're here, folks. Jesus and Da Vinci Seikos. <laughs> or it could be Jesus. I'm not entirely sure. It's entirely possible. But these are sweet, man. I, I think, uh, and and they're they're easy to find. I think there's a version that Roger Moore wore in like a Bond movie. Kind of that's kind of tough to find if if you want one of those. Um, but you know these these black dials, you can you can get them all day. This one is three twenty five, um, and this is the same this is the same movement that's in some of the. Uh, the military issued uh, helicopter pilot chronographs that are oh wow that are around. So if you are no for the helicopter pilots, it was a different one. I think I think there's um, a Royal Air Force uh, chronograph. It's like the Gen One. If you if you search uh, Seiko Gen One RAF, uh, that's like a crazy vintage quartz chronograph uh, that people are paying insane money for these days but this top, is this is dollar. essentially yeah this is essentially the same watch huh. uh same same movement but it's got like a looks like it has a dive bezel 
I was gonna say it looks like a die bezel in the side. I don't know if this is relevant, but the grips look kind of similar to the um the seven zero zero two. I guess the SK SKX. They're like like the 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 the, the knurling. The knurling on the side. The, the knurling yeah. uh looks kind of similar. I mean, I could be wrong. I could I could it could be angering a lot of Seiko fans, which is entirely possible. Not, <laughs> not the first time, but um. How, how cool is this bracelet, man? It's like I'm looking at it right now. It's actually pretty interesting. <laughs> wow. Yeah, these this is this is a cool way to get the you know the vintage Seiko chronograph look without really um you know I, I'm sh I'm sure they still have their issues. I'm sure people still um. What's this? There, there's a there's a stamp on the bracelet here in the listing we're looking at. It says Seiko SQ. What's that? No, I'm not. Oh, oh! You mean the uh, the little on, on uh, the clasp? Well, it looks like an S and a Q to me, but I don't know what. I mean, it could be like a forever knot. I'm not entirely sure. That's that's the factory designator. So that little that little that little stamp. Yeah. Uh, there's there's the Sua factory, and I think the Daini factory. Daini. Yeah. Uh, I I'm not sure which one corresponds to which factory, but I think that's that's one of the markings you would see to correspond that. I could be wrong. Someone's gonna kill me. <laughs> Someone's gonna come for you in the night with a hammer and a Seiko catalog from 1985, and they're gonna school you something wicked, man. <laughs> See, this is that I, I I think people still people still either write to us or ask us, you know, why why don't you? Or people ask me like, why don't you do anything vintage, or or why don't you care about vintage? And it's just like, I guess I'm. I guess I'm so concerned with being wrong. We 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 <laughs> and, care we care about vintage. I I I still feel like our bread and butter is vintage watches. That I mean, like a lot of our yeah. early episodes were on vintage timepieces. Um, yeah. I've tried to skew eschew however you say the fucking stupid ass word eschew. <clears throat> um, talking about Soviet watches too much because I think some people expressed it's kind of like not annoying, but yeah, it only takes so much of me talking about <laughs> vintage I'm Soviet watches. What'd you say? I'm not annoyed. But, but, well, um, well, baby, that's different. You love me, and I love you. And we could talk about whatever <laughs> all fucking day long. I'm enamored at your presence. You could talk about anything. You could talk about the process of sewage management. I would be into it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's probably an interesting topic. I'm sure it's incredibly interesting, cool actually. But cloud I mean, and automation technology. But it's not know. sexy. You know what I mean? It's not. It's not like it's not like Swiss or logical like sexy. <laughs> But uh, back to these, back to these Seikos, you can get you can get a bunch of them. I'm looking at one that's a reversed uh, panda dial as well, so you can get it with oh, the me, black dial and the uh, little white, white sub dial. Let me see where I can find that one. Uh, a lot of times, you just have to search Seiko Chronograph Seven A Two Eight. The bid on this one is at 152, 19 bids. It's probably going to get kind of hairy uh, if you try to go for this one. But uh, how many you know, days uh, left in the on the thing? One day, nine hours. Let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. The live stream ourselves watching it. <laughs> uh, oh, here I found it. 152 bones. Yeah. Oh, this How is cool. cool. One? I like this one. Reverse panda, vintage Seiko chronograph. Who cares if it's quartz? This, if you if you actually look at the quartz uh, chronograph, everything is, it's all metal. <laughs> I think it's like an all metal quartz movement. Yeah. I, th I think the only piece of plastic in there is the little cushion for the battery. Probably not even. Thing is pretty cool. I'm trying to find okay. Here's the bracelet. The bracelet has that weird logo still. What is yeah. that? 
I think I think that's the little factory designator. Maybe. It almost looks like an S and a Q. It looks like, I want to say like Seiko Quartz, but that does not sound right at all. I don't know. If anyone knows, let me know what's up. Yeah. But that That's kind of my final pick. Uh, I, I, unlike the Caraval, you know, because I'm, I'm, I think I'm okay with divers. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I look at the citizen you gave me. I look at the docks. Uh, um, for a vintage diver, I have that Vostok. Boss, boss so I think uh, if I was going to go vintage for, for a uh, chronograph, it would be something like this. Boktok. You have that, you, you got that Boktok dog. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not going for a Pogue. I would only buy a Pogue from like Hub City Vintage or somebody that I really knew was like someone like right. like like someone that you knew had already like put the research in. They knew what they were. Well, here's the question: when with it, with vintage watches, when you do something like that, you're paying extra. You are, but I don't care paying extra for that piece. <laughs> and that and that's why these people. This really, you can count them on one hand. That's why they've they've really found themselves in excellent positions because they put the work into it. They per, put the work into. You know, cataloging the history, building their credibility. Um, again, I'll use Spencer Klein as an example. Just an excellent Seiko historian and um, somebody that really has an eye for that authentic detail. So, do you think Spencer Klein's aware of Seiko Catter Day yet? I've tried to put it on his radar so much. He's got he's got cats. He's man. got cats. He's got Seikos. <laughs> it's like, come on. I I think I think we can. The day that that man posts the Seiko Catterday shot, I think we can, we can close shop. We can close shop. We're all going home. That's it. We've yeah. done it. I mean, what else? <laughs> what else is there? You know. If, if if you're listening, sir, we want to see your cats and some Seikos. <laughs> Make it work, man. Seiko Catterday. It's a lot of fun. I'm, I have to get my Seiko Catterday shot ready when we uh, we uh, we finish recording because we're recording Saturday this. tradition. Saturday tradition. Saturday tradition is me holding my camera in front of my cats, pleading. Ple- it's like pleading with like with like a, a, a non-caring god of the cosmos. It's like, please, just can you please just do? And there's just the empty stare. What do you want me to do? It's like I need you to fucking just. Can you just not move? But I need you to go with the light. I don't want to do that. Yeah, I know. But people on Instagram are waiting. Can you just? I'm not doing that. All right, fine. Fuck it, cat. I'll make it work some other way. That's generally, and that's about a five-hour conversation every Saturday I have with my cat. Uh. Let's see how the day goes. Some days are better than others. Last week yeah. was a bit of a struggle. We'll see what happens today. So I guess if we're doing three for three, I have I have one more to mention since we're kind of getting close to that time, and I want to leave enough time to do a proper a proper goodbye. Um, very similar to the Oris vintage thing, I have heard so many people talk about vintage Invictus. I mean, we're mm. talking about we're talking about Invictus, but apparently, so Invicta used to be a brand name similar to some other brands out there, like um. Uh, like Lejeure and I guess like Walkman, Wakeman, however you say it, where like they would make right. these watches in Switzerland and they would just put, it would be like a, like a 733, like a 7733 and they would put like a random like like Swiss brand name on it and it would either be Lejeure or Walkman or in some cases, apparently it wasn't Victor. I don't know too much. Um, I think this happened in like the 50s and like the 60s and everything like that, but uh, let's, are you Googling it there's too? A, there's a lot of vintage Invicta around. Well, the, well, here's the problem. I just typed it in, and I'm seeing stuff I know is not vintage. But because it's Invicta, I'm seeing it. Okay, here's something. No. Here's something else. Vintage Invicta Chronograph 8397. Oh, shit. Oh, no, this is fake. Not fake, but maybe this is fake. 
Not I mean, I'm, some people, some people get into the old, um, like sixties Invicta chronographs. I know that some of those, um, this one says made in Japan. So I don't think this is the one that I'm thinking of, or like some of the vintage ones that I've heard people talk about. Cause the vintage ones that I've heard people talk about are the ones that they, 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 they come out of, uh, just Swiss, they come out of like Switzerland. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. vintage. If anyone out there knows about these watches, let us know what's up, but let's Google this together. Blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah, you're you're right. It is it is difficult to to search for for one of these and then not see the contemporary models. Like 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 I'm, I want to find like a vintage Invicta, not like a yo fucking uh fucking hanging mad watch thong with my forty eight millimeter vintage style Invicta. You know what I mean? It's like, dude, I don't I don't I'm not looking for a modern Invicta that wants me to think it's a vintage Invicta. I'm looking for a proper vintage. I know they're out there. God damn you, eBay. <laughs> God. Well, if you if you search on eBay, for example, one thing I it's kind of a funny way to do it, but if you search vintage Invicta, switch it to USA only, and then sort price high to low, you're probably yeah. going to start seeing the authentic uh, vintage ones up top, and then you can kind of keep seeing how low you can go. So I'm seeing I'm seeing a vintage Invicta. It almost looks like a Tudor Rose, like a like an older Tudor Rose Oyster Perpetual looking thing, and it's. Uh, it has a date aperture at six and this kind of uh, orange amber dial. Um, and this thing is seven ninety five. So I see the one you're talking about. Very pretty watch. Wow. Yeah, this seller save the trees today is actually in Washington, not far. Maybe I can go bug them. Can't save no trees if you're buried in snow, pal. <laughs> Let me see. <laughs> Oh, this is pretty. This is a pretty cool looking watch. See, this this is what I'm talking about, dude. Is this real? You know what I mean? Uh, this I, this person has a pretty good track record for vintage watches. Wow. Let me see. Do I have? Wow. Do look at what's, the case. What's back. that old? What's that old logo? What's that old Invicta like arrow looking logo? Let me see. Oh, the case back is nuts. The case back is so cool, right? I love that. It's like a fish. <laughs> what the fuck? Did that? What is this logo? I've never seen that. That know. is cool. I don't know what that logo is, but I am in love with this case back. That is badass. What this is, is one this? of those watches. I'm sorry. I, I hate to sound like that guy, but if you if you if you show up to like a meetup and you're like, hey, check out my Invicta, <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're, you're probably gonna be the the interesting guy or gal to talk to. Check out. I I, yeah, I can't. I I because if you say check out my Invicta, people <laughs> will immediately generate an image of what they're about to see you know what i mean yeah uh but then if you bust out this thing this thing's pretty, this thing's pretty cool actually i don't know much about this watch i wish i could see a see a picture of the movement that's a that's a cool logo and as i keep scrolling i'm seeing that logo again in some contemporary versions um, invicta 1837 switzerland this is cool a yeah. little expensive i don't know if i would call it a, a little expensive you know, affordable. I, i'm looking I'm looking at an old uh, like listing here for chronograph, a two register from the '60s, uh, 2,900 sold. Wow. <sighs> yeah. So this this thing's actually pretty cool. Type in vintage Invicta roulette dial, like Russian roulette. Don't know. I don't know a thing about this watch. I don't know if this is real, but this is pretty cool. Oh yeah. These are fun. These it's are more really like uh, cool. on, on the bezel, right? 
Oh, I see. I see a bunch of different versions. I, there's there's that logo. I think the logo is supposed to be a crown. Um, and I keep seeing this little, in this little, like, unscrolly, un, un, unfurling scroll flag, 1837. 1837 Invicta. Super waterproof. Is that any different from regular waterproof, pal? Come on, guys. Uh, good stuff. Thing is, so there's, there's some really interesting, I, I, I just love that because... If you're interested, if you're looking for like an untapped resource of like vintage watches that are like kind of interesting and maybe aren't oversaturated with bullshit, surprisingly, I think vintage Invictus are it, man. There's some really cool, uh, cool things going on here. Vintage Invicta Chronograph L149 17 Rubis. I don't know why it says 17 Rubis. That's weird. Oh, they're all uh, they're Albania. That makes sense. Uh, jewels. It's just jewels, yeah. That, that, that. Oh, dude, Google this watch. It looks like the Strela three zero one seven, vintage rare Invicta Chronograph L one four nine seventeen rubies watch orilogico Montoya Uren. Say that wrong, I know. It sure does. Yeah. How cool is that? Ah, <laughs> this thing is really cool. Wow. Nice. Man, there's some cool shit, man. What the fuck movement is in here? So check out check out some Invictas. Check out some Invictus, guys. Is this a, is this a thirty three seventy seven? That would be hilarious. The pushers, oh, the pushers look exactly the same. Anyway, that's pretty cool, though. So yeah, um, at least I'm just writing down everything we're talking about. Vintage Invicta. So just to recap, because uh, I want to make sure. Oh fuck! I just realized. How much time we're into god damn it um really a lot of fun i think an interesting just just it was just nice to have like a freestyle discussion because i think both you and i have been slammed by work and so it's just fun to jump on ebay and just look at these things together um just to recap uh your first pick was this really cool cwc g10 i think the thing's a lot of fun actually mm -hmm. like uh, under 200 dollars all day um the one that i chose after that was these uh the the line of slava travel clocks really really a lot of fun i just uh well, the way they look, they're almost decoration pieces. Uh, it's an alarm complication, and they're really affordable, dude. Under 50 all day. Just make sure they're working. Yeah. Make sure the seller, like, disclosed that they're working. Um, then you brought up that Caravel. What was it? Caravel's, like, Sea Hunter? Hunter? Yep. Really, really cool. Um, what did I bring up after that? The idea of, like, Oris Vintage. So when you when people say Oris, usually they think Diver 65 or the Aquas line or, mm -hmm. or, or, the, or you know, that... That Meister Tucci or whatever the however the fuck you say it, but um, there just seem to be uh, I'm trying to avoid saying Master Toucher, but it is. It is. <laughs> um, there seem to be some really fun vintage pieces in that line as well. You brought up that Seiko Seven A Two Eight Seven Alpha Two Eight. Um, make sure I'm getting that right. You think there's any risk with those of like someone leaving a battery in there and it, like it like um, corrodes? Have you seen a lot of those when you've been clicking? Oh around? yeah, yeah. But most people, I think most people that are into figuring out they're, what these are yeah. they're not savages yeah <laughs> goddamn quotes battery savages uh let me see here and then the last thing we talked about were these just um very quickly very briefly these vintage um vintage invictus if you have any um additional knowledge to kind of what we talked about with these uh, pieces totally let us know what's up um specifically the vintage vintage invicta and these vintage ores pieces yeah i think that's something i might 
Maybe I can try and pick up like a really fun vintage Invicta this year. Why not? I don't know. Yeah. Why not? Hey, why, why, why the fuck not? Um, let me see here. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I haven't talked about the gaudy Invicta that I had. So um, in case you guys aren't aware, I have recently purchased two Invictas on polar opposite ends of the spectrum for the purpose of doing a sort of Beauty and the Beast style um, Invicta review. So the, the beauty part of the Invicta review is this Invicta Pro Diver. It's basically a 40 millimeter like sub homage watch with an NH35 for like 80 bucks all day. Uh, the beast part um, is this <sighs> turd. I think is there something more severe than like Nuremberg war crime trial? Is there is there something <laughs> that articulates? God, I'm looking at this watch. It looks like a it looks like a whale eye from space. Like it is a really bad looking watch. Um, it is the Invicta Quartz Bolt 25552. Uh, you know what? I was supposed to measure this thing. Let me grab my calipers. Oh, look at my calipers. One second. Uh, I'm going to measure this thing because this thing's fucking gigantic. All right. It has like an oil dipped rainbow finish on it. <laughs> oh my God. The lug to lug is 60 millimeters. <laughs> That's going to be fun when you review those. Uh, and then it is 50, by 50 millimeters in diameter. <laughs> Good luck. I don't want to do this. I don't like watches anymore. Uh, I want to get into puffins. I want to, I want to, I want to be a puffin collector. You know, you know puffin like a bird? Yes. It's, a, it's like a bird. I think they eat it. I think they eat it in like Iceland. Yes. <laughs> I want to be a puffin collector, bro. You be okay. a puffin collector with me? Uh, it's not very vegan. Oh no! I mean, I I I said puffin collector, not puffin clubber. We're gonna we're gonna like hang out with them. I'm not gonna kill oh, them. We're just gonna hang. Okay, yeah. We're just gonna hang out with them. They just like have a drink and talk about their day. I'm not gonna like river dance on them and eat their bones. That's fucking. <laughs> that's that's not that metal, dude. You know, not uh, the Icelandic way. Not the Icelandic way. It's not though. I don't think it is. I think. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they eat them up in Iceland. They do. Right? Yeah. That's fucking heavy, dude. So yeah, keep an eye out for both of those uh, reviews. Got it. The box it came in is really cool. The Gaudi Invicta came in like a like a really f like fake Play-Doh texture style Pelican case. Yeah, I'm excited to see how that goes when the time comes for you to review that. People uh, people were asking if I was going to break my no my no watch watch fast with that. Yeah, be fun. Not not I'm not that much of a monster, but uh, <laughs> but here is it that is it that should I start doing a proper recap ish? I think we did a recap of all the watches that we talked about. Oh, and we did. You're totally right. So, pretty um, much it. Yeah, so uh, uh, episode 115, Affordable Vintage Watches, part whatever. You'll see it in the title. It's all good. If you have any information about any of the watches we mentioned, definitely let us, let us know what's up. If you had a good time on today's show, if we made you laugh, please consider going and checking out our Patreon page. Um, there's a lot of fun content there. I've been doing a lot of uh, videos for the Patreon contributor uh, community, community review that we're doing. So go and check out that information there and you can support the show there if you want, if you had a good time. Also, huge shout out again um, uh, to Highest Watches for making this show possible. Remember, $100 off of this really, really cool Okanos Explorer, either black slash red or blue slash yellow. $100 off if you use the code TVWS during the checkout experience. Check out my review for the piece. Check out the feed. I'll be taking um, photos of this watch. I'm very excited to do because I want to do better than I did before. The last time I was taking photos with a bell pepper. Um, and so, uh, let me see. Ba -ba -ba -ba. That code is TBWS. Brings it to around 420 bucks. Uh, I don't want to go. 
I don't want to go. I don't, I don't want to go back to my life. I'll still be here for you. Don't worry. That's true. Okay. So that time, that sad, that sad, sad time. We'll be here next week. <laughs> Again. <laughs> we'll, we'll be here next week. All right. You want to, you want to start the sign off and I'll jump in? Yeah. Thanks for listening, for everyone. It. My name is Mike. And this is Kaz. You have been listening to Two Rogue Watch Snobs. Later.